Ugh, I'm not in the mood. Do we have to do this? Yes. Wait, are we recording? Okay, let's go. You're listening to The Allie Colbert Show. Welcome to The Allie Colbert Show. I am your host, Allie Colbert. Thank you for joining us. Spotify wrapped. We are proudly, we are proudly one of the most followed podcasts on Spotify. Go! In the movies, cheerleaders were cool. At my school, cheerleaders were emotionally handicapped introverts. Is cheerleading a sport? That was a great debate that occurred in the 90s. I don't think cheerleaders are as popular today in schools as they kind of were socially in the 90s. But then in reality, they never proved to be as popular. There are cheerleaders in my school. There were like a few sort of mentally stunted girls with flat ironed hair and then a, a bunch of girls that couldn't really verbalize about how they felt, where they were from, what they were interested in. They really couldn't kind of string together words And I think that's why they fell into cheerleading. It was like, here, we're going to give you a script for how you can be social. We're going to bring you to a sports game, and we're going to tell you exactly what to say. And it's just a few lines, and you'll do it on repeat, and uh, we'll congratulate you for that. But I don't like just that inherently cheerleading is dependent on another sport. It's It's like, hey, we're all a bunch of bottoms here, and we're all... Like, you're not doing... You're not doing the Lord's work by cheering on the football team. I don't believe you're in service of a greater good by cheering on a bunch of guys named Jeff who date rape you. We are the top 5% of podcasts. Thank you for listening, Colbertos. I need you guys to weigh in. Are we Colbertos? Are we diaper dykes? Or are we allies? The allies, which is clever, but it doesn't kind of roll off the top. Like when I write it down, you're not really fully getting the joke in the same way that you are the other titles. I don't even know what diaper dykes means, but I know that I might get flagged if I say it on Instagram. Christmas time is here. Why are some of those songs for Christmas so fucking sad? Christmas time is here. Why don't you smile about it? It's there's something about the holidays is both extremely comforting and uplifting simultaneously deeply dark and depressing war is over the war is over i love it's a wonderful life that's my favorite christmas movie that's a most jewish people's favorite christmas movie that's the movie where they show a guy look isn't it terrible when you lose everything doesn't that make you appreciate your family the fact that you could lose it all it's a neurotic christmas story look you could lose it all you could die you could lose all your money doesn't that make you happy now Don't you feel good now, now that you had a glimpse into the possible chaos hell that you could fall into? Merry Christmas! This episode, I say this a lot, but this episode is one of my favorites of all time. And I knew it as we were recording it. I was like, this episode is fucking golden. It's amazing. It was so fun. The conversation was really interesting. It was with Nicole Amy Schreiber, who's an incredible stand-up comedian, an amazing writer, really a top-notch writer and it was it was really fun we talked about you know the usual colberto things to talk about but it was it was just great it was quick being emotionally sexual how women have a sexuality that is like centered around emotionality a lot of the time and it was really fun nicole's a squirter we get into that give it a listen if you haven't subscribed do so 
heart us, comment us, star us, whatever the fuck you got to do. And keep emailing the show. I got a few emails that I'm really into that I'm going to do. This will be our kind of end of the year episode. The Ali Colbert Show at gmail.com. I got some voicemails that I'm excited about. But please, feel free to call us. How about that? 833-722-5546. I love you guys. Thanks for the listens. Enjoy the episode. It's actually, it was Julian's grandmother's ring. Mm -hmm. And I bought the ring to propose with, Mm -hmm. which I never thought I would, like, buy an engagement ring. Really? I don't know why. I just, like, I like I wasn't going to ever, like, get down on one knee and propose. So when when you were a kid, yeah, this is my podcast now. I'm I love you. when people do this. Please just do it. So when you just were a fuck kid, me for what once. were you? Oh, fuck, I'm going to fuck you so hard. Um, <laughs> fucking, uh, can't wait. I would love um, to bottom on this podcast. I, I, I am. I If there's one thing I am, I will alpha any situation I possibly can. If there's another woman who's an alpha, I'm usually just like, how long until we figure out who the alpha of the alphas is? Well, and I'm, But actually, I'm so alpha that I'm letting you alpha because I'm so secure in the fact that I'm the top. But here's also the other I'm thing. Not I think you're for secure. It. I'm not I think you're secure in my level two alpha, because if you didn't think I could handle the alphaing, you would just be like, no, 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 I need to alpha. Well, let's see where it goes, and I'll feel. I'll pin you down if okay. you have a problem. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> First of all, how old were you when you when you knew you were gay? So famously, I was kissing girls when I was like in preschool. Same. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were. We'll get into that eventually, but. Uh, I definitely, there was two girls that I would make out with, not like preschool make out, Mm -hmm. like tongue in their fucking stomach. Like I was down their throat. You were splunking for gold. Like I was gropey Mick Groperson in the four program. You were like inventing me too. (laughs) Yeah, literally. And I I remember telling my mom, I I was really, this was weighing on me Mm. that I was like, I kiss girls. Like, what am I doing? You know? And I remember I was in my bed at night and I couldn't sleep because I just felt like, fuck, I have this big secret. And I went into my mom's room and I was like, mom, I'm gay. How old were you? Seven, six. Okay. And I was like, you cannot tell dad. Oh my God. That is the cutest thing I've ever heard that you were like, I'm going to have a secret with my mom about my secret. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, don't tell dad I'm gay. I don't know what to do with this information. And she was like, I won't tell dad, but like, why do you think you're gay? And I was like, I, cause I kiss girls. She's like, I kiss girls too. You're not gay. You're like, no, 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 no. Meanwhile, both me and my mom are literally fucking faggots. Is your mom gay too? No, she's married to my dad. But I'm always like, you're gay, mom. But like I, you know, and I don't blame her because like you don't know for sure. But also like I did know. So like, but what was she meant to say? Yeah, you're gay. Start telling everyone you're a dyke. Right? What do do you do? I don't know. The thing I really like, I, I find interesting about a lot of women is every woman has an idea of what her life is going to look like. You know, a white picket fence. You know, when you're young, those are the images you're shown. White Mm -hmm. picket fence. Mm -hmm. You know, you... All the every Disney movie is, you know, the woman and the man, you know, it's like you're shown all these like heteronormative images of like happily ever after. Yeah. So it's like, what did your happily ever after look like when you were a kid? You're going to get a kick out of this. My favorite movie for a small period of time was Win a Date with Tad Hamilton. And that's when Kate Bosworth. Kate Bosworth. Wins at like some groceries. She works at like the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah. And she, like, wins a trip to Hollywood and essentially gets to, like, get fucked by Tad Hamilton. Yeah. That's, that's what she wins. Yeah. And 
Tad Hamilton, it cuts to him. He's driving in a convertible. He's got models, like, all over him. He's, like, drinking champagne. And then his manager, like, slaps down, like, the magazine headline. It's like, you got to stop being such a player, Tad. And Tad goes home one night to his big mansion in the hills. And the house is empty except for, like, his cleaning lady. And she leaves out, like, a bunch of meals for him. And I kind of always thought that's what my life would be like. I would be sort of this, like, uh, this, like, player. Player bachelor. Yeah. With a cleaning lady who makes meals for you. Literally, that was my dream up until it still is kind of alive in me, that dream. So you never thought of like, um, this is my wedding day is going to look like this. The person I spend the rest of my life with is going to look like this. I'm going to propose or I'm going to get proposed to like this. No, never. I always thought about like women I wanted to, the type of women I wanted to like be in relationship with Mm -hmm. and like have, I mean, I want to have sex with everyone like it's really a problem like I always feel like I sexualize my Julian makes a joke that like if we go to like a restaurant and like I always think the waiter's trying to fuck me the bartender I have the reverse thing that she has where she's not sure people want to fuck her I'm like you're into me you're into me I could get that like it's really a thing okay so I actually I agree with this I feel this very deeply as well it's it has been a problem I don't think I've ever met anyone who has verbalized it in the way that you have yeah but I remember in college I would walk around with my best friend Jill I we lived together all through college and we'd walk around campus and I would see a hot guy and I'd be like I want to fuck him I want to fuck him I want to fuck him yeah and she was like Nicole what is this I want to fuck everyone like don't you want to like She's like, when I see a hot guy, I think like, oh my God, what would it be like to date him? Yeah. And to have sex with him. She's like, but in your head, you're like, there's no dating? Like, you're just going straight to fucking? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I just, I never like imagined like what it would be like sitting across from him enjoying a meal. I was just like, I want to know what it feels like to have the weight of his body crushing mine. Like, that's all I wanted. I'm with you. I often, I, one of the first things I'll think about someone is usually like, I wonder how they fuck. Even if it's not me that I'm like, if, even if I'm not wanting to fuck them, it's it's definitely something that plays in my mind. Yeah, I sometimes wonder like, what what is it that I'm looking for? It feels like a it feels like a comic thing mm-hmm. in the sense that we always want like people say we always want validation, mm-hmm. the power of being on stage and doing well. I think mm-hmm. it's a bit of a power thing of like, can I get this person? It mm-hmm. feels like a power trip. Yeah. I like almost more than I like being. Like in a relationship, I like the initial part of feeling like someone wants me yeah. in a really like meaningful way. Like yeah. that, I can get off on that for Same. decades, a thousand percent, a million. Couldn't agree with anything more. You know, like I, uh, I had Emma Willeman on the podcast, and we were talking about open relationships, and she's like, "Well, you can just get a sex doll." I'm like, "I don't want to fuck the sex doll. I want to text with it." Yeah, like I want to feel wanted. I love yeah. that feeling, and um, it's not so dissimilar than how you feel when you're on stage and it's going well. That's so interesting. I never thought of it like that. And it really is. It is that same fight for something. And then, you know, it's it's not that you're just it's more than the adulation. It's the it's the I can I can control you. I this moment is mine. I'm making it what it is. I'm making you want me. I'm making you love me. Like there's so many layers to it. Yeah, you're right. I this is my I, I'm uncovering this as I speak with you. Have you ever left, a, like, have you ever played one show and you kind of think about that audience? Oh, like, my two shows last night. Are you fucking kidding? First of all, I did one show. It was in West Hollywood. And yeah. it was at this, it was It was probably, it was at a weed a weed shop. It's called this place, The Artist Tree. I don't know if you've done a show no, there. No, I haven't done it's it. It's kind of a weird setup, good. but it's fun. It's, it's like, fun. have you done good people coffee? 
No. That's but, so fun. I mean, how's the coffee, though? I don't know, but they have pot. It's a weed bar, too. Oh, okay. Anyway, I, go on. I love a weed bar show. I love um, weed. I love, I mean, I'm not that much of a weed person. I like, a, you know, a little edible to go schluffy, but like, that is just it for me. I'm just like, I'm like, night, night, bitch. I yeah. don't want to, I don't want to hang out and like be high with you. That's okay. All right. When, pe- when I see people like getting high together, I'm like, what are you accomplishing? Like, nothing. You both have dry mouth and you're tired. Oh, like, you well, it's for me. It's a, I see what you're saying yeah. and there's another side of that that I think yeah. you're not. Maybe I just don't see weed as like a like a social like go out and hang drug. It's not like go out, go crazy. It's yeah. like I like I like the way it like eases you into like a certain amount of playfulness. Yeah. In a way that when I drink, I'm like I I never make good decisions when I drink, by the way. I I don't think I've ever drank and woke up the next morning and been like I I did good shit last night. No, I do and I don't really drink and I think it's because and you're gonna have to keep me on course with what we were just saying. Okay. But I make terrible, terrible choices. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm an alcoholic because I don't need to have a drink. Mm-hmm. I just know that when I have a bad relationship with alcohol, like I would do the most gnarly shit. Like I, I talked about this on the podcast, how like I would send like really fucked up texts and then I would delete them while I was drunk so that my sober self wouldn't have to worry. Wow, I mean, but the f- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, don't worry, I got this homie. By the way, I love that you're like, future me is going to worry. Future sober me is going to want to intervene with past drunk Allie. And do you know how paranoid that would make me? Like that my drunk self thought I would alleviate my sober self of some paranoia. I'm like, you, it, it was so sick. We would get in fights, drunk me and sober oh my, me. This is, this is, I mean, I want to say it's very pathological, but we, we know all comedians are mentally ill. Yeah. Um, that is, yeah. Drinking doesn't end well. Being high, fine. But wait, okay, let's get back on track. So yeah. the, the the shows last night, it's definitely like I did this show and like there were like a bunch of gay guys in the front. I was like talking about cum. And if there's one thing I can fucking uh, go off on, it's cum. And uh-huh. like all the gay guys were like living for my hot takes on cum. Yeah. And so I just left there being like, I made so many friends. Um, yeah. And then I did my next spot at the store uh-huh. and it was a main room spot. And it was just like, I had the most fun on stage. Ugh, I love and that. those are the moments when I'm just like, listen, I, I'm sure they saw a lot of comics that night that everybody was like, oh my God, that comic's hilarious, that comic's hilarious, that comic's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee every single person left that night being like, God, that last comic, she was a fucking good time. Isn't that amazing? The That's good, just fucking a good time. Awesome. Like, oh, she was funny. Like, there might have been comics who had like better jokes and were funnier, but like, nobody was a good time like me. Like, I was a good time. I really get that. And like, that is coming from, you think, do you think that's a result of the fact that your first spot went the way it did? You gotta, you have to go into moments having had a great moment before. Yeah. You know, if you, if you're the kind of person as a performer, if you can have a bad moment and then shake it off and have another, a good moment after that, I applaud you. Yeah. Like my brain just doesn't work like that. It's just very much like, I need a positive reinforcement and then I need to go into the next thing with that yeah. on my shoulders. Yeah. Otherwise I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll eat a dick. You're, you're so right. And I think I like, I passed this, like l- this curve in my standup maybe like two years ago where I changed my relationship with how I would go on stage. It really like I, I when I got past at the comedy cellar, I, I was very stressed out about going on stage there because I was very stressed out about doing well. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole like, there's, you know, there's like this like myth around the comedy cellar. It's not a myth, like some of it's real, but I just mm-hmm. mean like it's become larger than life. Of yeah, like, there's the lore of they, the comedy cellar. They watch you and you have to be good. And just like going on stage 
with that like inside of me, I literally like sourced bombing energy. Yeah. Like I just was like, I am a bomb before stage. And then I would go on stage and I would just like, even if I muscled through and had a good set, it was just like, I was not radiating anything funny. And like the more I let go of the story that like one bad, like it's just what you said. Like I could go on stage now like last night, I went on stage at Roosterfish, which is another fucking amazing show. I mean, all of Jack Fink's shows are incredible. Yeah, you, you've yeah, I've done Jack shows. Jack's um, great. He's a great guy. He's Love like Jack. the best guy in comedy. Love Jack. He has a great dog too. Anyway, he's a great fucking dog. I, I hung out with that dog, dog last night. <laughs> Trudy? Trudy. Fucking love like, Trudy. She's so She's chill. an amazing dog. She's, she's an amazing... Ch- I, when he got her, I was like, bro, oh my God. But it's nice to like perform for someone who's like, like a lot of these bookers, so, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm like, I'm going to have a great time on stage. I'm like ready to have a good time. And then I went on and it was just the same thing of like, some per- person might have had better like technical jokes than me, but we were rolling. Rolling. We That's, were hanging out. Yeah. We, and that to me is like... There is something about, um, do you know Amanda, uh, Amanda, uh, Miranda Meadows? She's this young comic here in LA. No. She's just did New Maybe. York Comedy she Fest. Lesbian? She lesbian, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Um, she just did New York Comedy Fest as like one of like the new faces kind of thing there. Oh, yeah. She like called me before it and was like, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm just so nervous, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like doing all these shows in, in New York. I'm like, you know, everybody in New York is like jokes, jokes, jokes. Yeah. She's like, I have jokes, but it's like more of, I'm like, yeah, you're an experience. You're a moment. You're a, <laughs> you're so much more than just like someone going up there and doing jokes. Like, right. People are going to watch your set and remember how they felt during your set mm. because you're creating so much more than just like a funny thought or just you know wow what the way that person sees the world yeah it's true there's there's something to be said about stand-up comedy for me is i love jokes fuck i love jokes like you're like you're such a great joke writer but the moments that i love with you are when you're just being so alley that it's like sure she can tell jokes but she's so much you're like your neuroticness you're you're like weird quirky energy your confidence like all of those things are the things that i like remember about you Mm. and it's not just your jokes thank you i feel similarly about you where it's like the energy that kind of punches through yeah and there's the there's the flip side of that where and I wasn't just saying that to reciprocate it I do feel that way about you but there, there's the flip side of that where I know and I'm thinking about one comic who I won't name but I'll tell you You'll after name the show. later okay yeah. <laughs> I was like don't you fucking in dare. New York and her name is Molly Sims no and then, and then <laughs> no I uh, there's one comic in New York who's like the establishment comedian and she has like technically good jokes but she's so fucking dead inside that even if she's funny everyone in the room it's just like we enter like a collective depression when she goes on stage I'm like I can tell that you hate your life so even though that's funny this isn't fucking working for me stand up comedians have such a fucking attitude about they're so righteous Yeah, Uh, about like this this is how it is this This is is the right way to do stand up this is the right way to make it as a stand up if you you do crowd work you fucking suck if you post crowd work clips you're like denigrating our art form yeah literally suck my fat cock really quick i need to do a sidebar on the on the posting clips of of, of go, crowd go, work. Go, okay go. sidebar the only problem i have with people posting clips of crowd work yeah. do fucking crowd work congratulations is that but that's you're, not funny at all but all no you're ruining it for people who go see comedy now think comedy is 
comedians doing crowd work. That's why crowds are more talkative than ever because they're like, oh, we're this part is of this process. This is interactive. Yeah. And it's ruining fans. It's ruining, and it's not necessarily ruining fans. It's ruining people who are coming to shows and kind of like discovering comedy for the first time. And they're like, they think that's what comedy is. And it's like, no, dude, the, comedy is that, but it's also other things. And it's also just shut the fuck up. All right, keep going. 100% agree with you on that. I will say though, like if you're an experienced comedian, you should be able to shut down a heckler. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, but some. I mean, hecklers now, man. I mean, they're getting crazy. That girl who had oh the, my the God. beer thrown at her, uh, Ariel. Yeah, her Elias. And, yeah, and she picked up the beer and drank it. I was just like, oh, good, for, good for you. Like, oh, my, you're gonna fucking love. Last night, one of the uh, audience members comes up to me before the show. They're like shuffling in. I'm so excited to be at a comedy show. Did you see that thing online? That was my favorite joke. Referring to Ariel Elias getting a beer can thrown at her head. She referenced that as her favorite joke. Just that. So th there, there we go. Then that the punchline was her meaning. The punchline was her chugging that beer, and that's now the fucking problem. Because they're like, well, the funniest part about that is that an audience member took it upon themselves to right. interact with the comedian, and that's what made it the most funny. So they now think they're this integral part of the equation for right. comedy going well, and it's like, don't make us have to like be mental and emotional ninjas to make this show go well just sit there and fucking laugh i can i play devil's advocate like sure. a straight white guy she went viral and got on jimmy kimmel because of that yeah so right. that helped her career totally oh that helped her career and every time i mean ashley gavin who i respect as a joke writer who i respect as a comedian posts almost exclusively crowd work clips on tiktok 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 now has about a million followers and is able to crowdsource fund a special that she's releasing on YouTube. So, yeah, maybe that's not, you're not into crowd work clips. Her crowd work is exceptional, but like, look what's possible when you're posting these. I mean, some people you see how they do it and it's terrible. But where are you guys from, New York? Oh, I could tell by the way you said it. I'm not interested. That's not, there's yeah. nothing unique or funny about that. Yeah. Sometimes I saw a crowd work clip you posted that I thought was hilarious. The boob thing. The boob, I mean, but none of that's crowd work. That's all like was jokes that bit? I've had in the can. Was it a, was it? Everything, was it? I've, everything I've had something in the can about motorboating. You have two cans. I have two cans. Two big cans. So that's about a, motorboating. About right, motorboating. You, you get to do that too. You can just. I can, I'm, I am, that is a skill I have where I can, I take what. Um, oh, I just don't want to keep getting so popular. Sorry. You're the most popular. Yeah. It's a Venmo there, request. It's a Venmo. You're like, someone wants money from me. <laughs> I'm wanted. Uh, it's the important part of that statement. Uh, right. No, I, I have the ability to, I, I do the crowd work to, that goes into my joke. Like, I know exactly where I want to go with my joke. Yeah. So I kind of lead. Every now and then I'll get a person who answers where it's like, well, now I need to take an entirely different angle on this. Right. Um, but usually I do everything with the intention of, of working it into a bit. But I, I'm posting more now. I, it's sucking my fucking soul out. Right now I'm getting slaughtered by 20-year-olds behind a keyboard. Yeah. Honestly. They're 16, by the way. I've been... I know. It's <laughs> even worse than that. They're 12. I have... I have been the victim of sexual assault. I've had... I have an insane mother. Um... I will say the worst thing that I've gone through in my life at this point is being on the other end of a 
16 year old on social media being mean to me they're brutal it's the worst thing i've ever been through i've never felt so bad about myself as i do right now they're the meanest people i have ever met in my life what do you get on there you're not funny or what not funny women are trash yeah of course um i mean it's all women hate um it's really always what it boils down to just like amy schumer yeah oh i'm like the millionaire comedian who sells out madison square garden i'm boo fucking who yeah um i did a joke about short guys and now everyone's accusing me of body shaming and i'm just like oh well guess what i fucking was all right but i made it funny yeah i made body shaming funny yeah all right i, I you can body shame anybody if you make it funny i mean make it that's, fucking funny yeah people i mean fuck. i refer to a short guy as a backpack when you cuddle <laughs> don't fucking tell me that that's not funny that's i'm sorry amazing. it is and then like you know i do this thing at the end where i'm like a guy came up to me after the show and was like how dare you make me feel bad about my body and i'm like get in line bro like yeah. no one feels good about their body right like we're we're humans on earth oh you just feel good about yourself all the time yeah give me a break but by the way have you do you know the show culture court at the comedy store so much fun I'm, wait are you doing the short guy yeah they monday had, they wanted me to do it with wait, you but you wait why didn't you do it i just i had like so much i was like just very stressed out and i was like i can't do this right now but they wanted me to argue yeah. i think they wanted me to argue that I short could, guys suck suck or something like that yeah i mean my yeah they and you can't do that because i need to find another person i just thought you all just right, kind of it, i'll do it with you if you're doing it i'll, I'll do, do it with you. i'll do like most of the work all right well i mean you don't need to do most of the work but i'll do it with you if you're right. doing it okay great all right yeah. cool all right well I, we have to figure out how all to right, do it keith <laughs> doing fucking culture court with you it's so fun i did it with um I'm I, scared I, I, it. I did an argument about um when i had posted the motorboating clip about big about b- big boobs they had asked me to do it about big naturals about how I was saying that women with big naturals face a lot of discrimination. So I was the lawyer representing women with big titties. And it, that's hilarious. Is it a lot of work, though? I hate work. Nah, it's not that much. I mean, we're like... it's You just make it up, right? I mean, no, nah, I mean, I like wrote stuff ahead of time. But no, it's I'll just write, like, but, yeah, well, just, how, but it's easy. How many hours does it take? 30 it, minutes. I don't know. It took me like 30, I don't know. I mean, they were, they're also like things that I like kind of already had. And like, like I have jokes in the can like yeah I you have, sound like good for the short and i have some short stuff too yeah i have stuff about short guys you have stuff i mean here's my we're gonna thing. win like, this i think yeah oh oh no 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 let me tell you right now what? mama don't lose okay mama <laughs> does not fucking lose <laughs> okay great. i am the most litigious bitch there is i will argue anything till i win okay great um oh, i feel but, so much better now. yeah no 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 trust me i got okay, this good. um but it's but it's uh yeah it's so fun i I think that show is an incredible show. Is it? It's in, in the, ba- the belly room. Belly yeah, room. it's it's an experience. If we're talking about comedy, like that, when it goes beyond jokes and goes beyond, you know, the traditional means of making someone laugh. Yeah, that 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 show is a fucking moment. Wow! Like you leave there and you're just like, wow, what did I? It's a it's just a hurricane of like fun. Right. It's an experience. Yeah, it's an experience. It's one of the right. It's one of the only like alternative format shows that yeah. I was excited to say yes to yeah because some people are like this one's where you do 10 minutes as if you're yourself when you're six i'm like no thank you i don't need you're to like be- so i was suicidal <laughs> yeah. oh great right but you know people just, have these weird catches yeah. like, yeah, we, we put can't. a nude of you in the back there was a show at stand-up new york i don't know if you remember this were you ever new york based though no i spent time there but I was there was a based. stand-up new york show that was stand-up naked you, you're naked you do the there whole, was a show like that here and you LA. do the whole thing naked i'm like you could just write a joke also yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like, what's this fucking gimmick? Like, I, 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 that, that is one of the things where I, I am infuriated by the the mental gymnastics someone will do to figure out a fun show rather than just be funny. Right. 
I mean, did you ever do roasts? Oh, I did tons of roasts. Yeah. Yeah. Those were really fun and then really also painful at times. Oh, I mean, I did, I think I did five total. And after five, I was like, I'm good. I think I, same exact thing with me. It it just hurts. And also, you know, I was just writing on the, the roast for Whitney Cummings that she's doing a show on OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. What um, is that? It was super fun. Um, so they're doing OnlyFans TV now. So they're they're buying shows. So but comics, what sort of fucking sh- get your shows ready. Just like sex shows? No, but everything's kind of like edgy, you know, like right. because we're we're unfiltered and like, you know, we don't we're not like the normal network streaming networks where we have to answer to advertisers. Yeah, it's a we're sub- poor. Subscription based service. Oh, no, dude, the fu- only fans they are. They have so much fucking money. I'm sure they do. So have you been, have you ever seen watched someone's only fans? Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. subscribe? No, I mean, I so I used to have a porn podcast. So I was really I was. Yeah, I had a porn podcast. Why? Um, I have a, I like, I'm like sex. Sex is my, is my. What is your porn? We always talk about porn on the show. Porn, my porn of choice. God, it's, I'm kind of numb to porn. I, I've watched. Me too. So, I've, I've watched. I've seen everything. So, so much porn. Cause every porn star I had on, I watched all of their porn before they came on. I read every interview. I watched every interview. I watched all of their porn, everything, everything I could possibly consume. So I was like, you know, I, Porn for me, it's so I used to have this obsession with what's called death porn, um, which is watching people die. There was a whole section of Reddit where you could watch people die on Reddit. There were just, just videos clear, of people having pretending ac- they're dead. No, no, no. It was people having accidents where they died and it was caught on camera. <laughs> and I had this thing of like, well, I went through. And people jerk off to that? No, it's not. It's like death porn <laughs> in the sense of like, it's almost like a pornographic type obsession. I get it, but you went so quickly into that. Yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 that I said, was, what's I'm your sorry, favorite porn? You said death porn. Death so porn. I'm, assuming... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not, I, I'm not like jerking off porn. to people dying. Look at those food porn. Look at that short look, stack. Look at those pickles. <laughs> I love it. I want it oh, rare. Do. Um, well, if that was my safe word, yeah. Dell. That's how Jewish I am. Yeah. Um, um, Dell, 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 Dell. Who's Dell? Um, who's Dell? It's my uncle. Anyhow, <laughs> so um, I think one of the reasons I l- always have like liked porn and like I want to watch a real fucking moment captured on camera. Of course. I want to see fear in someone's eyes. I want to see someone question decisions they've made in their life. Yeah. Like I want to see that moment when a girl's getting fucking. 17 loads of jizz on her face where she's I want to see that flicker in her eye where she's like is this what I wanted to do with my life yeah and I fucking love porn I just want porn to be real and I got to the point where I've seen I've seen porns made like I worked for my podcast was you've seen them being made oh yeah I've gone to, I've gone to porn sets and now Shoots. that I've been to porn sets I'm fucked well because that's the only thing that can get you off no it's are not you jerking it's not real. Off in the there's corner? nothing real to it it's real like they are fucking but it is so orchestrated. No. Like, I'm going to pull back the curtain for you right Please now. Please do it. It just is. Do it. Ab- watching people make porn, you're just like, oh, come already, for fuck's sake. Really? And it's usually just like some girl doing like fucking CPR on a dude's dick because he has to stay hard for so long. Is that like a, is that like an assistant that's doing that? It's Are not they like, like sending the PA to jerk him yeah, off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a, the idea of the fluffer. I mean, I think that it is, it is a real thing. I've never seen any of that on there, but it's just like, it's like, you know, it's always like somebody like, you know, nursing a dick to health. And it's, it's like uh, these guys, they're like, they come in there and it's just, it's almost like, it's so methodical that it's like, I know porn is trying to depict it as this like 
moment where someone just stumbles upon somebody else and like right I, and I, I don't know when I don't think anyone's ever believing that sure the unfolding of sex yeah and so for me it's like at this point first of all the unfolding of sex I've been talking about this in my stand-up recently I'm a squirter like there's no unfolding of sex for me because I have to assemble a kill I'm room a fucking before I have sex okay <laughs> I'm like, get Dexter's kill kit, okay? Yeah. Fucking lay down the tarp, batten the hatches, let's go. Otherwise, you're going to lose a piece of furniture. Oh, my like, God. So you squirt inadvertently? Because I'm pretty sure that's like a party trick that you can just like turn on and off. Yeah, it's not a party trick. You can, I mean... For you, for you, it's not. For me, it's not. Maybe yeah. for some people, it is. But it, for me, it's just like I know it's gonna happen. Yeah. I can't. I can't be like. It happens every time. Every time. Why? Well, before you come. Before I come. It's, every, and how much liquid's coming out? I gave a squirter once. <laughs> like a bucket. Like, uh, like it's a, it's a problem. Yeah. It's a pro- I once fucked a dude, and it, we were he had a he was a had a hardwood floor. Yeah. And I was hanging off the edge of the bed, mm-hmm. and I was just dousing the floor. Oh my god. And at god. one point, he fell. <laughs> He fell. He slipped in it. Yeah. Yeah. I I dated a girl that was literally like, it was the ice bucket challenge for... (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I do support ALS awareness. I do. And it was like, whoosh. I was like, post this if you also think we should find a cure for MS. Her pussy's just letting out a fucking bucket a fucking Gatorade on my head. It was like the winning of winning the Super Bowl. We just dunk ourselves in the... <laughs> oh, fuck. So funny. Yeah, it was it, really a mess. I mean, I've never been able to squirt. It's one of those things where it's like... I've never I, really tried. It's I'll a blessing that. and a curse. Because guys hear about it and they're like, or girls hear it. Anybody fucks. If you're into that, if you're like into kinky, like I like sex dirty. Like if you don't like sex dirty, we don't need to fuck. Like, I totally agree. If you're one yeah. of those people who's like squeamish, I'm like, oh, we should never, I don't ever. get that at uh, all. I am a firm believer if sex isn't gross, it's probably not good. Like it's just. Yeah, I think there needs to be a pretty hefty degree of nasty. If you don't finish having sex and you're like, I need a shower, you didn't fuck. You don't fuck well. Yeah, just, I want a little bit of shit on my face. Yeah, yeah, something <laughs> like something. I want to feel like ew yeah, after yeah. I have sex. Or we didn't have like that's just not good sex to me. Like you're so right. I'm not trying to. I'm not, I don't want something I don't, tidy and quiet. Yeah, if that's your thing, great. Right. That is not going to do it for me. It's I really just agree. not. Um, Are you a talker? Oh god! I'm, I'm, I probably would try and beg you to shut the fuck up. No, I'm I'm not I'm really not that much much of a talk. I'm like I'm more of like, You're like a, too busy soaking the room. Yeah, to kind of. I'm too busy being like sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I mean, it is like it is, it is sorry. it is to a degree sorry where is the I, only word you say I apologize. Say. It yeah. is I every time I'm like oh my god I am so sorry. Like it's not a wet spot. It's a wet bed. Right. It is like it is. <laughs> Like it, it, it's really like it has given me a lot of anxiety in my life because yeah. it's the sort of thing where I'm like, I, if we're like hooking up on the couch, I'm like, oh, we gotta, we gotta go somewhere. Where Wait, is this couch expensive? Yeah, like how, how much do you like this couch? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And so, but by the way, you never said your favorite porn category. It's it's changed a lot over the years. Yeah. Um, right now, I feel like the one that really like does it for me is I like. I like three people. Mm-hmm. Three people. There always has to be butt stuff. Mm. And then I like thick girls. Okay. If a girl's too thin, I'm like, I can't. I can't. I huh. need it. You gotta. You gotta have some like. Uh, you got. I don't even mean thick. Yeah. Like I mean like not not you, stick heroin chic. Yeah. You can't be Kate Moss thin. Got it. Ladies, by all means, if you're Kate Moss thin, you rock that fucking body. I'm just not masturbating. I don't think to most you. porn stars are like that thin. 
there is these younger generation girls like no boob jobs super wafy you're talking hip, about like child porn hip bones sticking out yeah fuck am you're i like, in the dark <laughs> web it's like some of these girls they're fairly developed yeah, yeah. i'm like who am i crystalia it is definitely it just doesn't always do it for me if the girl isn't like a little a little more full figured i mean i i i want to masturbate to someone who's aspirational to me yeah that makes sense to me so i like a a thicker girl a little meat on her butt but speaking of you with women when we first kind of became yeah. closer because i moved out here you were having a lesbian moment yeah i don't know if you ever closed any sort of lesbian deal no well we dated for three weeks you and dated for three weeks and what you made out made out uh that's it that's it i'm, I'm surprised just, you didn't like go for it i know i just it wasn't know. doing she, it she for really me. turned she also, you off i remember she really talked a lot she just was like had a lot of I mean, we all talk a lot. No, but We're it's fucking women. women. That's it's... what we do. But she was always like checking in and seeing how I was doing, which was like, by the way, incredible. Yeah. Like that is the way you should be. Yeah. But I was also, I think, at a point where I was just like, I can't. I think I'm for sure more of the man in any relationship, mm-hmm. even with men. Yeah. I don't want to like talk about my feelings too much yeah um and she was always like checking in and being like how are you doing because i was her first gay she i mean she had gone to she was your first gay she i we were both each other's first gay we had both had gay experiences you did yeah you fucked a girl yeah what were your thoughts on that i don't know i was fun i'm just a fun gal i don't i don't think i'm gay i just i like fun shit i'm i'm here for the experiences yeah i'm here for like were you super turned on by the girl i mean yeah she's like one of my best friends like it's just like names We've always said, I, I, this is one name I can't name. After the show. Um, after the show, absolutely. I'll show you her. She's a smoke show. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, I think it's just like, oh, it's just like a fun thing to do. Wow. You know? And you don't want more. No, I, I think I think if you're a woman, mm-hmm. you have to be on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely the no way spectrum. on. Um, yeah, that is for sure the spectrum I'm slightly on. There's absolutely no way you can be a woman and see another woman and not be like, Jesus Christ, that's gorgeous. Like, yeah, I think women it's a- are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to tell me. Like, we are just. Inc- First of all, the shit we're capable of is bananas. Yeah. Our capacity to love and be empathetic creatures is like a stunning thing. But also, like, what the what the female body can do squirt like that (laughs) fucking go for distance yeah you're right i think they're like emotionally sexual i think women their sexuality is emotionally emotionally sexual jesus fucking christ that's stunning right a stunning statement they are it's all about energy for women like i i feel like i've been with so many straight women i'm like you're not straight you're just responding to energy yeah you know god that really is what it is yeah i feel like and maybe and men don't allow themselves to feel so of course they can't explore yeah god know? that is so emotionally sexual wow i god you really make me feel good about myself that is like such a deep statement because that's really like what it is like when i was with this girl i was like god this like the level of like there's just just like if you if two women kiss i fucking dare any woman who's like i'm super fucking straight i dare you to fucking kiss a woman i fucking dare you kiss a woman and tell me you don't get fucking feels 
period. There's absolutely no way. The, 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 the fucking soft tenderness of a woman. You're just, you're, we're all a little fucking gay. I mean, I think that there, I have to say like m- one of my sisters, I could, they're both straight. Mm-hmm. One of them, a hundred percent, I could see her like going for it. The other one, she just reads as so straight to me. She gets annoyed when I say this, but I just can't imagine her kissing a woman and like liking it. Like I think she's a little, she would be like, and she's so, like, she tells me that she's sexual, uh-huh. like, in her relationships with men. She's like, I'm so into sex. Uh-huh. But I just can't imagine. Like, someone, maybe it's just they're shut off to that. Yeah. You know? I mean, maybe she, maybe, maybe she is truly sexual in her mind. Yeah. Maybe she's not sexual in whatever your definition of sexual is. Yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, women are so hot. Maybe she's just doing the best she can, is what your sister's doing. <laughs> straight girls are just trying their hardest. They're trying their hardest. Like, girls who are like, I'm super fucking straight. I'm like, you must have the most boring sex. The like, most boring oh, sex. Boring. Like, if you're not fucking a dude thinking about a woman, you can't come. <laughs> you're I'm like sorry. fully a lesbian. <laughs> I'm so gay. If you don't uh, fuck a guy and just think about eating pussy, you're not even like. Into I'm sorry. Sex. Like women are just the, they're we're just like tender, sweet, like beautiful creatures. And it's just it's just fluid. Yeah. Like you are like I God. I think all I'm I'm noticing this like this wave of just all of these older women just finally realizing that like they would be bi or they would be lesbians if they weren't in their like stale thirty year marriages to yeah. men. And I'm just like, you also, totally... if they didn't come up in the world that they came up in. Yeah. Like the world now is like so like beautiful and open and like forgiving. Like nobody like talks about their sexuality anymore. Everybody is just whatever they want to be. Yeah. I mean, they are talking about it, but it's not like, I don't know if I should like it. Right. Everything's OK now. Uh, so I think amazing. this older generation where they've been in these like stale marriages, they see these younger kids and they're like, you can just be whatever, whatever you want. You can just love whoever you want. Like yeah. it doesn't need to be a, a conversation. I don't need to you know go to my mom when i'm seven years old and confess to her that i like women and, and don't tell me anyone back in the closet. and she's like get in the closet and stay in there i'm gonna kick you till you're, you're in there i'm gonna give you some baskets organized are you do you believe in monogamy you're so sexually open i do i think monogamy is <laughs> the prob- probably the hardest thing there could be yeah but there's part about getting into a relationship that bums me out like i was just seeing a guy for a few months and mm-hmm. when we started like seeing each other i was like well this could be it Mm-hmm. There might be. So you would do that. You'd commit to monogamy. If the sex is good, I'll commit to monogamy. You don't think no matter what, you'd get tired of it stale. If the sex is good, we can figure out ways to make it good again and again. Like if I know you're a sexually open-minded person, then uh-huh. like we can bring into we can bring in somebody down the road. So I guess that's a different. That's your form of that would be your form. My of form monogamy. of monogamy is stepping out occasionally, and consensually. Yeah. Yeah, with the person or also you, you can fuck other people. You if, you, if you go on, <laughs> my if, form of monogamy is you can fuck other people, and that's my monogamy. I mean, just fuck other people, but fuck them, and then never see them again. It's that's a uh, Julian's thought on monogamy. Yeah. She's, she's like, you could never keep seeing that person. Never, you can't fuck someone more than once. Yeah, that's the way my monogamy works. Like, if you need to just like, you know fuck someone else and get your rocks off yeah if that's going to keep the relationship going and healthy is all you needed to do is just have another human being get the cum out of your body yeah isn't that then, yeah we're such animals such animals I, I was talking about this on stage last night where i'm like we need to come more like yeah. as people like i am such a better person when i'm coming regularly uh-huh. i am light years i mean better. men are onto that men know that men have even like brainwashed women into thinking if they don't come they can't function we can't function i can't function with cum in my body you fully bought into the male gaze and no, like, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry i can't i literally 
I want but them women to don't. Do- we don't have the same relationship with cum. It's not true. We don't have like our testicles burning to no, get no, the no. cum out. No, no, no. I don't mean it like that. Yeah. I mean it like you feel w- better. You need a release. You need that just that animal connection release. Like Nicole's not a doctor, by the way. Nicole's a mentally ill comedian. A mentally ill comedian <laughs> who was pre med. Um, so I do know a thing or two about a thing or two. But yeah, I no, just, you're right. Relief. We relief. We need. It's not just jerking off. And it's not just journaling. It's not. Your morning pages aren't going to get you there, no, ladies. No, you need to sit on a cock, and I'm gay. Yeah, yeah, Just Go get ride a sip a in. Yeah. I, I just think it makes us all better people when we have less jizz in our body. And when Perfectly someone else is said. helping us get that jizz out of our body. Yes. It Nicole, has to be, Amy has to be a witness. You guys, was she not a delight? I mean, listen, if you guys want I more hot takes. You have to on, come back on the show. I'll come back anytime. You're incredible. And I like how you kind of give me a break. Oh, well, I mean, that's what I'm here for. Yeah, <laughs> you're amazing. Tell people where to, to follow you. She's an incredible stand-up comedian. When is this coming out, by the way? Uh, two weeks. So uh, find me on all social media, at Nicole Amy, N-I-C-O-L-E-A-I-M-E. But I'll be in San Francisco. I'm doing uh, the Punchline in San Francisco on the 27th. And then the 29th and 30th, I'll be at the Punchline in Sacramento. And then New Year's Eve, I'm coming back December to San Francisco. December 27th, 29th? November. December, December 27th. December, you gotta yeah, say yeah. that, you know? Yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. December 27th. Yeah. SF punchline. Yeah. Uh, December 29th and 30th, a punchline in Sacramento. And then yeah. I'll be back in SF for New Year's Eve. I'm doing a, a mishmash of comics at Cobbs on New Year's Eve. So, um, Fantastic. Be, and then otherwise, I'm at the comedy store a couple times a week. Um, Lesbians, you know, come out. Lesbians, come out. Non-lesbians, come out. Everybody, come out. I, literally, every single time after I do a show, lesbians are like, hey. And I'm like, still got it. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Thank maybe you. it's the blazer, but yeah. <laughs>